Hey everybody, it's me, Ludell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here in Hollywood, California, and I just finished my second ever Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored interview, and we talked about a little bit everything. I can't tell you too much because it is uncensored. What you have to do is just tune in, enjoy, spread the word, share, like, whatever we do on these social media things, but just know that I was faded, first of all, and um, it's a really great interview, and you're going to enjoy yourself, so see you later. Enjoy. Bye. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Giovanni Watson. Oh, love. Melissa Ford is still out. As you know, she's recovering. We send our well wishes to her. All right, so if you're listening to the sound of my voice, please make sure before you do anything, subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to Google Play, download iTunes, follow us on Instagram, and tell everybody about us because this show is now the hottest show on the internet. Yes, it is. I'm just going to claim it. Fuck it. In the name of Jesus, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, we come to you. We do four shows a week. We take time of our lives to give you what you want, and now we're getting requests for more shows, so y'all going to have to just wait because four shows is a lot. Well, I might, I told y'all on the last show I discovered a super chat on YouTube. You might get after shows every day. I might just do an after show on YouTube so that way you could come in there and super chat me to death. And we might release some bloopers, man. You never know. You might, I think it's very important for them to see what goes into this show. Okay, it's Adam, a lot. Adam, I'm asking you now to work with Gio on finding bloopers. Find bloopers. Put a blooper earlier. Let's put a whole show of bloopers. Oh, that'd be so dope. There's so much footage to go through, but Adam yes. can figure it out. Okay, we need a blooper show. All right, so I need to rest. I need to get some rest. And I'm going to plan. I planned rest Saturday. You plan to rest. You put it on your itinerary to There's rest. no other way to get it. If I don't plan a day of sleep, I will not get any sleep. So Saturday is the day I'm going to sleep all day. Oh, perfect, man. Get that body right. Get it tight. Speaking of, I, fuck you, Jason. Don't you go nowhere with that. <laughs> you ask me about You're, my tight body. I see it. Good. I knew you were doing Anyway, I've been starting this fast. Uh, I'm about to get on this keto diet, man. I'm really about to get back into my snack weight, man. <laughs> Even though girls tell me like they like me this size, I really don't feel comfortable with my clothes like I used to. I was uh, trying to dance the other day. I didn't feel how I was moving on my. I didn't like the way it felt on my body. So I'm, I got. I'm about to drop this shit. I'm about to drop 80 pounds. Okay, two things. One, we've been talking about losing weight for about a year. Let's <laughs> just <laughs> because the fans have been in the comments like, look, okay, no disrespect, love you and Gio. But y'all been talking about diets, keto, chiros, cereals. At this point, it's not <laughs> no, about it. No, no, listen, Gio. Here's what you and I have to just acknowledge. We have to accept this. I'm not accepting that. No, we have to accept this. I'm not. I know what you're about to say. We're not putting in the work. I have all the resources. You have time. We just book. We come on this show I'm every week. Hold on. We Lee. come on this show every week and lie to our listeners. I'm about to start working out with Lee. <laughs> I come in here. I work out with Lee. Okay. And Lee, let me tell you something. Lee. We traveled all day yesterday from New York. Lee's the one over there in the back with the body. We traveled the other day. We traveled yesterday from New York. Yeah. We're on a flight. You know, I find an excuse. Listen, I just cut my fingernails, and I can't pick up a barbell with this. You know, we <laughs> we got off the plane. I just got I've been traveling all day. He's like, well, I've been traveling all day, too. Listen, well, I, we ain't talking. I'm 41 years old. You know, I throw it out like I'm 72. Then I get to the gym and somebody in there with no legs doing curls. <laughs> this is why it's not about anything other than we have to dedicate yeah. ourselves or we have to shut the fuck up. Well, here's the thing. Once you get a body like Lee's, it's easier and much easier to go to the gym because no, you're then, like, no, then already you're, got it. Then you're just maintaining in, shit. Then you're in the gym with him and this is his workout. I'm not happy with how I look. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. So disrespectful. Yo. Or or this is the other thing I don't like. My <laughs> my friends. I'll be doing good for about a week. Oh, I'm meal planning. Drinking water. I'm working out. They be like, yeah, man, shit, I want some tacos. Well, see, now there you go. You done entered in my mind an escape plan. <laughs> so you know me. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just go get tacos. Some tacos. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that um, I'm rooting for you, man. I think you could do it. <laughs> no, don't root for yourself, nigga. You've been talking about losing it. weight and I can cut. lose weight like that. Okay. Remember, let me, I'm an athlete. Okay, hold on. Years. Hold on. Where, where's Alyssa? Is Alyssa back there? Okay. We had a call yesterday with all my team. Mm -hmm. Your name came up. And you know what they all said? What? They're tired of talking to you about losing weight because all you say is, I can lose it just like that. I can. Alyssa, did they not say that on the call? People Fuck are tired of hearing. Y'all talking about me behind my back? Our viewers are listening to us right now and saying, I don't need no frauds because we're frauds, <laughs> Gio. We're lying. We I are in I denial. Really good. Well, guess what? I'm going to just claim this right now. I started 
tomorrow. Juicing for the next six weeks. I'm doing it. So I'm telling you right now, four or five days, don't call me. Don't even chat with me. Don't come to my house. Don't ping me. Don't DM me. Don't post about me on Instagram. If somebody comes for me within the next four or five days. You're going to throw up juice on them? No. You're going to get the most evil person in the world. Because <laughs> you're not going to be able to eat. I won't have, it's just your body goes through yeah. this thing where it feels like it's being starved. Mm-hmm. Then after the fifth, sixth day, you feel like the best you've ever felt. By two weeks, you feel like you, you feel great. You bought a juicer or you just like a neutral? I got a juicer. Which is expensive. So for two, for six weeks, <coughs> I'm going to do this before I go. So I'm just telling everybody right now, just for Can the next two five everything? Hmm? Can you make two of everything? One for me, one for you? Because I don't got a juicer. I'm not. No, your weight issues are your own. <laughs> <laughs> I support you by coming here and listening to that whole Lord every show. People by the way, it. I'm sick of hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back? Lunel. Welcome back, Linnell. Thank you. Wait, Thank our you. very first guest, when I didn't know who to call, I've known Lunell now for 25 fucking years. Shit. And easy. And the only person I could think of calling when we started this show that I knew was going to bring the vibe of what I what I had in mind was you. And that was so humble of you to come when this show wasn't shit then. Well, chasing ain't shit. That don't mean nothing. It's just that we go so far back, I'm uh-huh. like, you know, if you don't do the shit, they be thinking you know, I can all brand new and right. shit. So I'm like, all right, nigga, I come. But now look what it has blossomed into. I know. Yeah. And, you know, this was, uh, you know, part of my coming out was uh, overcoming the fear of you trying to fuck me and remembering that. Oh, my God. I, hey, yo, no, no, no bullshit. Yeah. He's not lying to you. This little motherfucker used to look like that dude wait, with the ponytail. Wait, no, no, I'm going to show you. My son is here in the background. Come over here. We've adopted, Hollywood Unlocked has adopted, adopted this artist. Tell me I didn't look like him. No, nigga, you didn't. <laughs> Go back you look like you just want that motherfucker on camera. Sit your ass down on my interview, goddamn. Okay. You looked like that dude with the ponytail CNC in the CNC Music, music Factory. Factory. He used to have long hair. I remember And he that. had a body. And he was young and tight with a body. Oh, how time flies. <laughs> like 17. Oh, how yeah, time flies. Yeah, we both did. Yeah, we both, we <laughs> both did. Yeah, but um, yeah, I definitely was trying to pursue him. Fu- I didn't know my inner cougar was out that early. I mean, that's funny. I mean, I haven't seen you in I don't know how long. I used to see Lunell always at the after party of the L.A. Wild and Out taping. And we was at the bar one day, both getting a drink. And she looked at me. <laughs> it's like she was about to eat me alive. I meant it. <laughs> Mm. I'm gonna need you to stop sucking that while we're having this conversation. <laughs> no, but the thing Don't about, pretend like I'm not here. The reason why she doesn't see you is because she's always gone. You know, getting yeah. her here, we had to book around her schedule because you booked and busy. I'm leaving tomorrow. Where are you going? <laughs> going up to the bay to receive our honor, actually. You we, we had that. Keisha Cole here. Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole here recently. She's from the bay. You're from Oakland. Yep, just like Tony, Tony, Tony. I wish y'all could get into her in Vogue and. Too Short and Mark Curry and Laura Hayes and the Porter Sisters and the Edwin Hawkins Singers and Grand Central Station and Sly and the Family Stone and Tony, Tony, Tony. Did I mention that? You did say Tony, Tony, Tony. I say it again because they're my friends. <laughs> Digital Underground, you know, it goes on. Oakland did you say E40? E40 is Vallejo, but. So. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Guapale, Oakland, Keisha Cole, Oakland, you know. We <laughs> it's got some talent. It. Yeah. Okay, so um, you. <laughs> The thing I love about Luna, I've always said, is probably the funniest com- female comedian that I know that I've seen. Yeah. And, you know, Monique has recently been in the news. She stays in the news. Are you, what side are you on the whole Monique point, her whole point of the whole Netflix scandal or whatever she, but it wasn't even a scandal? Not a scandal. First of all, everybody got their opinion. Second of all, I like a motherfucker that will just stand up and call the shit what it is and let the chips fall where the fuck they may. Somebody's got to do it. Everybody can't be no punk trying to save their job and be PC. Somebody got to call the the shit the way that it is. And just the fact that anybody has a conversation about women's underpay is more than what's happening before she said the shit. Mm -hmm. Because wasn't nobody talking about that fact then, you know. Uh, Viola Davis deserved the money Meryl Streep get. Do she get it? No. And the shit need to be talked about now. Ain't nobody paid no attention to this, you know, uh, boycott Netflix part of what she had to say. It was like, fuck you, Monique. I'm going to keep my name. You're too crazy. $8 a month and I can see everything. So, you know, didn't nobody do that part. But I, I did ride with her on the subject that she 
what she brought up, and I, I was proud of her for doing it. And it's typically taboo in this industry that you address issues like that, especially if you're a person of color, not let alone a woman. Well, you know, somebody's got to do it. Every now and then, some rebel comes out and right. calls this shit what it is, right. you know, and I'm, I'm proud of her for that. I'm glad. You know, she, listen, I've heard it all and seen it all. Right. Oh, you'll never work in this town to get bitch you through. Fuck you. Five years later, this motherfucker done done some phenomenal shit and is mm-hmm. right back on top again. Mm-hmm. So you can't count nobody out because some shit that's going on right now. Whatever the fuck happens to anybody right now is only about two weeks old. It's on to the next motherfucking scandal. So anybody even thinking about that uh, right now when you said she recently, that shit ain't recent. That's that old. shit is old. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in knowing what do you think about Bill Cosby? Oh, shit. <laughs> You well, want to be you want to be candid or all raw? She's not going to be no, anything I'm other gonna than. I'm going to be what it is. <laughs> First of all, let me start off by saying this whole shit is one of the worst tragedies I've seen in television history since I've been alive. Right. Whether you know, I uh, I loved Bill, loved, looked forward to them. What Thursday nights, mm. man, and that was just everything that, like they That's said, fun. you know. Kids wanted to go to college after watching this show, and black people wanted to pull up a little bit after watching the show, and is a great example, and is a philanthropist, and doing shit for Temple, and woo, 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 woo. You know? Then we found out he had a bitch on the side and had a kid. <laughs> that was the first motherfucking shit. faux pas. <laughs> that's, when, right? that's when you knew he was doing more than Jello. That's, that's when it was starting. That was the beginning of the mm-hmm. slide. Mm-hmm. Then after the motherfucking, <laughs> we found out about the kid, the kid tries to sue him. Then the son gets killed. Mm, then, I forgot about that. Then recently his daughter died. He ain't got but two daughters left and Camille, all women, in a situation like this. A motherfucker who can get pussy easily. Wow. When a motherfucker prefers to sedate a person where they're unresponsive, they just a heartbeat away from being a necrophiliac, mm-hmm. if you know what the fuck that is. Having I sex with dead bodies. Fucking a dead oh. motherfucker. It's true. Ain't it true? Yeah, it's true. If a motherfucker can't fuck back, can't kiss back, can't squirm back, wow. the only thing separating you from fucking a dead person is a heartbeat. Wow. Mm. Okay? So I was riding with the Dick Gregory theory all the way up till the deposition. Mm-hmm. And when he gave the deposition... That, yeah, he had slipped bitches drugs in the past. <laughs> little thigh gap, a little Spanish fly here and there, you know, for shits and giggles. Oh, everybody used to sedate these hoes back then, but no big thing. You know, when he came out like that, he was like, okay, use a sick, dirty motherfucker. You had us all fooled, you motherfucker. And to see him get put away like this is harsh and it's cold. But what he did was harsh and cold. Right. And I didn't ride. I was riding with him. Yeah. This shit hurt. Yeah. It's yeah. always going to hurt. Yeah. His comedy albums are always going to be funny. His memories are always going to be good up until the bullshit. You mm-hmm. think he's going to do the full term? <clears throat> I would go out like a G and just hang my motherfucking self with my bed sheet and get it over with shit. You know what? I said he was going to die I don't, I don't mean that. I mean it. <laughs> The opinions that's expressed by me, Lunella, not necessarily the opinions of Hollywood Unlocked, but they probably are. Bloop. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right. So when you look at uh, what's happening right now with the White House and <laughs> President Trump, do you just look at think one and two? Because you've been around. You've seen presidents. We went from Barack Obama to the Cheeto. What do you think about, what do you think about the state of our country right now? I have been alive long enough to remember... I have been alive long enough to have lived through five assassinations. Jeez. Really? Medgar, Malcolm, Kennedy, King, Kennedy. Oh, wow. I was a little girl, but I remember Martin Luther King's assassination when I was a little girl. And Kennedy. So anyway, what's one more? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that answer is that answers it all. We don't need I mean, to ask another I'm already trouble. on the niggas to watch list up there in the White House anyway, because I hang out with Mooney and Dick Gregory and shit. So anything, I, it's not like they're gonna come bug my house now. Mm-hmm. This shit probably been bugged, so I ain't scared to say it. 
How is your daughter now, and how old is she? She's 22. She's thriving she's as grown. a professional dancer okay. here in this great Hollywood land, and I'm very proud of her. <clears throat> so you have to remember, I knew her before you had your daughter? You knew me before I was really fucking real good. You know, I wasn't even <laughs> fucking real good yet. I was trying to fuck you, but you wouldn't play because... You, you was trying. I can't it, believe you. Was trying I didn't to know you pitching for another motherfucking team. <laughs> like probably about eight years ago. I'm like, really, nigga? I didn't even know. You know, I knew Linnell the longest, but she, I think, was the last to know. Right? Is that stupid? <laughs> no, I and wasn't the, paying attention. And the disappointment in her eyes. Well, it wasn't you like he was no flaming queen until you get that henny up in him, and then the little girl come out. But <laughs> Just not, not normally. You know. What is, is that real Jamba Juice or what is that? This is real Jamba Juice. Ain't nothing else in there. No, no. The pomegranate. You know what? I really enjoy Three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I used to love when the Lunette would come. That, that, the CD is called I Only Drink at Work. I don't sit around and drink. You got the CD. I, I would love when Lunette would come to Stockton and do comedy because she first she would go to the bar, get a drink. Then she would get the microphone and she would just, I mean, we would literally laugh hysterically. Well, that's what everybody do. Yeah, but I don't feel there's any, like, Monique, what I didn't like about Monique was when she was Queens of Comedy or doing Queens of Comedy, she was raw and fuck the skinny bitches and this and that. And I don't and know, she, she, got skinny. she got an Oscar, and then the girl put the little flower in her head, and then she became something else. She wasn't as raw as you've always been that raw voice in comedy. Well, you know, I have been talking like this for a long motherfucking time. You know, I've never been... Scared, I never changed, I never got brand new on motherfuckers, I've always been the same chick, you know, um, and I don't know how to be fake, because fake motherfuckers make me want to fucking throw the fuck up, I just can't stand a fake-ass motherfucker, you know a fake mm -hmm. motherfucker, like, you looking at this motherfucker lying to you, like, you know fake-ass mother. don't you know a fake-ass motherfucker? <laughs> Fake ass, fake. Sound like you talking to somebody through the damn airway. I'm right? talking to everybody through the goddamn airway. <laughs> Whoever need to hear the word. I know that's so right. So when the whole Kevin Hart and Cat Williams thing just oh. popped off, I mean, Cat, Cat Williams, just for people that they don't know, you should know, you and Cat Williams been riding together for years. True. That's your homie. Mm -hmm. He would be a great interview, too. So, you, so when that popped off with him and Kevin, and Kevin, you know, stepped out of character, at least what seemed to step out of character and really just start giving him advice. What did you think? <laughs> well, let me just say that I have worked with both. Right. Let me be clear. And my name was mentioned out of both of their mouths during these little interviews. interviews. Mm -hmm. Not a disparaging word was said about one. <laughs> so I'm just here to say boys will be boys. <laughs> They'll work it out or they won't. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about their feud or whatever it is. It's all macho, ego bullshit anyway. Yeah, they and it sells tickets and whatever They like definitely that. uplifted you very, very high, both of you. I both say of shit on the shit for <laughs> you God's are. sake. I'm so slept on, but it's about to be, uh, you know, it's got to be all right. Everybody will see my little ass tomorrow when a star is born drops. Yes, you're truly the only Yo, female. You in that? Yo. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, we knew I knew she was in there because I didn't know. Of, yes. What well, he supposed to know everything. I'm supposed I knew that. That's yes. Right, you and I helped you out by putting it in your notes. Yo, no. Don't know. You know, okay. A Star is Born is a huge film. First of all, it's a film that has a lot of history because Barbara Streisand has done the film. And Judy Garland did it before her. And so it's Claudette a, Colbert did it before her. It goes that far back? This is the fourth. Now it's Lady Gaga. And yeah. I, I heard that uh, Barbara Streisand recently did an interview where she said that she had Bradley Cooper and or she suggested to Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga to sing live. And they did. And he sounds great in the movie. Got one of the one of the stipulations. See, I know this from the inside because I was had. The, there's four comics in A Star Is Born. Andrew Dice Clay mm. plays oh, wow. Gaga's huge, dad. Huge. Fucking killed it, as you know. I'm saying it. Chappelle, huge. Eddie Griffin, huge. And myself, huge. All handpicked by Bradley. Me and Bradley oh, have made wow. a movie before. We've remained friendly. You know, we don't talk in text. But, you know, he includes me in things sometimes. And, uh, yeah, even a little, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't have no big supporting role, but a little role in a huge movie, movie. is That's still a huge amen. thing. Exactly. And um, uh, the fact that, um, 
you know, I get to, look, like, look, I don't work with Kevin. I don't work with Kat. I don't work with Bradley. I work with any motherfucking body. I, and it's not just the money for me. I really know at this point in my career what I want and what I like. I know that I'm not willing to work on any show that doesn't have a multiracial cast and a multiracial crew. I know this. I've tried it. It don't work for me. You know, it don't work for me. So are you me. talking like all black films? Oh, no, all black. I mean, all black, yes, of course. Okay. But I'm talking about I'm not working with all whites. Right, right, mm. right. Sorry, I don't give a fuck. I'm CBS or who hears this motherfucking shit. You better put a Mexican and a couple of Filipinos and a, a couple of black folks on, on your team. Right. But when you and were when, when you were in Borat, was there, there there were other races in that movie? Mid, well, no, Middle Ro- Eastern. Romanians and shit. <laughs> Uh, which, but you were the only the way, black person in that movie, though, weren't you? Yeah, literally. Except for, you know, like the choir. And they had and you playing a hoe. Uh, yeah, and I played it very, <laughs> well, very well. Played we, it all the way to the Oscars. <laughs> <because> don't forget, <laughs> Borat was nominated for an Academy Award that, as that well. That movie was hilarious. So this would be my second, because this is going to be nominated for an Academy Award as well. The movie looks so and good. And Gaga will be nominated for Best Actress. Will she win? And uh, She might, but she's up against Black Panther. Yeah. So, you know. Wakanda, loyalty. Wakanda family. My loyalty forbids me. When you're on a set and you're doing a movie, like, uh, how much of it do you do they allow you to improv? Because I know your improv game is crazy. So do you get the script and you just be like, ah, whatever, Nick? Because the movie I love, like, one of the movies that you had me damn near shitting myself is when uh, the Nick Cannon was School Days. School Dance. Man, school, school Dance. dance. That shit, your performance. So how much of that was improv? I'm sure a lot of it. And which, by the way, we got so fucked on that deal. As you know, had that dropped at the theater, you know, I might would have had my goddamn uh, girl's trip moment. Because mm. that's how funny that movie was. And that, you know, everybody in the movie. And that movie had Kat and Kevin and Epps and George Lopez and, and me and Lil Duval and, and everybody and Tiffany. I was working, we were all in that movie. You know, yeah. it was classic. We got fucked in the deal. But uh, how much of that is improv? Normally, the people who hire me and most comics, I believe, hire us because we can improv, mm. because we will bring something to the script that, that they right. could never write. Exactly. Yeah. So you were recently critical of uh, Tiffany Haddish. I just I really connected with Tiffany for the first time at Fashion Week. But what was that? Where did that come from? Did that just as you wanted to, when you spoke out about what it seemed like overnight success, was that because you felt like the industry chose her or she just didn't put in the work and didn't respect the journey of others? First of all, you ain't seen me or heard me say, be critical of Tiffany. Uh, I might have stated some facts, but as far as being critical, I've been knowing Tiffany for years. Tiffany has put in a lot of work. She's been through all the shit she said she's been through. We've all been through a lot of shit. And, you know, us, all us G's slept in cars. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, she, uh, you know... I feel that, first of all, if you're in Tiffany's position, are you not going to take the opportunity? Right. Are you not going to go to the Met Ball? Are you not? But I think that people feel some type of way when you have things like the BET Award and she's up against Viola Davis and, you know, uh, 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 you know, Sean, you know, you know, just these big balls. And then Tiffany wins. And you're like, Mm, you know that's that 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 kind of make you tilt your head, and I'm sure that Tiffany even felt that way. But yeah. she, what she gonna not take, <laughs> take the award? The right. Of course, gonna take the fucking award. So nobody can be grudge of that. And then you know she does have you know the the the, the packageable body and nice cute smile, perky personality, and she do her work. She did some really good work on the last OG. I thought. Yeah. And you know. Um, um, I just, you know, I think there's some people who are comedians and some people who are comedic actresses, like Kim Whitley, my good girl. You know, she can't battle me on no stage, but as far as (laughs) acting, she got my ass whooped. She got my ass whooped, whooped, whooped. Right. And, you know, that I just think that there's, you know, there is a a difference. But, you know, big ass bitch, you better go and get that bag. (laughs) So so it really can be like a like a Cardi B had Bodak Yellow and Tiffany had Girlship. It could really be that one song or that one role. Absolutely. That changes everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I don't remember Tiffany from being around. I mean, I don't frequent the uh, comedy circuit. We did a, we did a uh, Snoop Dogg Presents Bad Girls of Comedy with Tiffany, me, um, what little lesbian name, um, whatever his name is. And then um, uh, <laughs> his name April is. Macy. Mm-hmm. And I think um, 
Marva Gomez, I think. So you had Latina, a white girl, you know, lesbian. And ensemble the, cast. Yeah, yeah. Fucking killed that shit on Comedy Central. It's still played and it's all good. Uh, yeah, but but it just takes that one thing to put you the fuck over. Gaga was already over, mm-hmm. but she's about to be over, 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 well, over, yeah, over, over. Because she murdered this shit, and this shit is so emotional. It's everything you want a movie to be. Happy, fun, embarrassing, oh my God, bite your nails. It's everything, 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 and I'm not bullshitting you. Now, you heard <laughs> well, what, it here first. What was your one thing? I was cashier. <laughs> well, I was a cashier when Gaga and oh, I'm sorry, when Gaga and Bradley were checking out of the store where he got her some frozen peas uh, for her hand because she had punched a guy in a bar. So I checked them out and took a selfie of Bradley. And that little moment right there, I know you killed it. Because, you know, Terry Crews had those little rememberable moments and little shit, and then it eventually got him to where he is now. So with this movie being an Oscar... I have about a million of those. But I, I was, but, but one thing we were saying about the show, at the show, is that, like, with Kevin, his career took him 18 years to pop, and, you know, people want the overnight success. I never really... Look imagined. at Bernie. Look how fucking long it took Bernie. How long mm. was Bernie again? Bernie was fucking 50 before he got a goddamn show. Fifty. Damn. I mean, yo, but the, but but it doesn't matter your age if you just murder that shit. Look at Spoon. Spoon is like two hundred and fifty years old, <laughs> and nobody wants to not see him. We yeah. still love to see Spoon. So you know, it's just it's just all it's just you know. But it does. It's it's just like if you at the office and you keep having to train motherfucking young motherfuckers that come in because they get the you know vice president position. You got to train this motherfucker, and they don't. No, nothing, and then you get tired of that. Then they used to go like get a rifle and shoot up. Right. <laughs> right. So no, I wrote a scripted show about three years ago. I've done nothing with yet, but I wrote one of the characters based on you because I saw you. I mean, I see this character as you. I'm gonna share it with you at some point. I'm trying to get the motherfucker picked up if I can get the right agent to represent me on it. But uh, going back to Nick Cannon, so I joined Wildin' Out uh, earlier this year. I'm going into my third season. I'm not a comedy comic. Uh, comic. And I'm not a rapper, but I figured out how to be funny in my own way and rap some shit. But I need help on improv. Like, how do you... That's a must. You got to really work. How do you do that? Like, how do you become better at imp- improvisation? Improvising? Improvising? Improvisation. Improvisation. Thank Are you. you learning? I just learned the word. Improvisation. Improvisation. How do I become better at that? I can only say the only way you can get better at it is to be doing it. Like, mm-hmm. to study it. Like, to... Take improv classes and get out there and throw yourself out there and do it. But even if you learn how to do it, it's still a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can, it's just like a person can learn how to sing, but you can't teach nobody how to Bang. sing. Yeah. You know, so you can learn improv, but you know, you won't slay, probably. Yeah. Like they say, one of the things in comedy that you can't teach is timing. It's, teach it's timing. in your, it's the way your brain is wired. You know, comedians, the ones who are gifted, and I'm going to pat my own self on the back and say I that I am because, thank you, because I perform in front of Latinos, I perform in front of Asians, I perform overseas, <coughs> but in military, I done been in Okinawa, in Dubai, in Korea, on New Year's to perform for the military, I perform for lesbians, I perform for every goddamn body, and I pack it everywhere I motherfucking go because every shit that I talk about is just, I just... You know, it's the gift. Right. It's the, the gift to be able to walk in anywhere and entertain anybody at any time. That's a motherfucking gift. And you can't learn that. You can learn the <coughs> the mechanics, but the gift is the gift. Next question. All right, people. Do you wonder how you can smell fresh and smell exotic and expensive for half or even a 19th of the price? I know I do because I ain't got a budget. Well, guess what? Today is your lucky day, everybody. You get to use our favorite friend, Scentbird. Scentbird. Tell people about Scentbird, Jim. Listen, guys. Have you ever been out? Somebody came up to you and asked, what are you wearing? What's that cologne? What is that fragrance you're wearing? Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, oh, I got this from Nordstrom's. You can say Scentbird. Scentbird is a subscription-based Product where you can get any cologne you want and you get up to like 200 sprays, which is way more than the store. Now, you don't have to say where you got it from. You can let people think that you got it from Nordstrom's, but today mm-hmm. you can get it for a really low, low price. Yeah. Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, you got good taste and you know what you like, but your great taste is expensive and you end up with a shelf full of half-used bottles. 
You don't have to do any more with Scentbird, okay? I personally love Creed. I'm using Creed. I have the Gucci, and I also have the Tom Ford. What about you, Jason? Uh, well, I'm using Kenneth, Kenneth Cole. I started with Boss, but I'm on Kenneth Cole now. And listen, you choose a perfume, they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays. So you'll always smell amazing. Free shipping all the time. You skip the department store and the pushy salespeople that try to sell you eye cream when they know you got good eyes. <laughs> That's right. Scentbird has over 450 designer brands, and you choose one every month. Try exactly the brands you want. It's the real deal. Trust me. I got girls all over me for my scent. And that's why I use Scentbird.com. So listen, with this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first cologne. Mm -hmm. That's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash unlocked. And then use my code unlocked for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash unlocked. Sign on and smell good. Okay, so you have <laughs> you have these CDs here that you started passing out. What are yeah. these CDs? Talk to us now, baby. Well, I already have one CD on iTunes and all that stuff called Bold, Bad, and Uncut. It was time for another one. And the reason I like CDs is because, <clears throat> you know, everybody don't have a serious and has a comedy channel and stuff like that. And then on road trips, you get, you know, to the part in the road where you can't get no reception and stuff. And these things still come in handy. They can oh. still be a lot of fun, just like an audio book or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it makes you use your imagination and visualize what the comic is talking about like we used to when we was listening to Richard Pryor mm -hmm. or Bill Cosby or anybody like that. Right. So it was time for me to make another one. And this CD here is called Lunel, I Only Drink at Work. Yeah. <laughs> How appropriate is that? Did you get one? Okay, I'm a man. I only drink at work. Yeah, I only drink at work. Parental advisory, explicit lyrics. That's right. So, <laughs> so speaking of Richard Pryor, do you think he had sex with Marlon Brando? Probably. How Bill was doing? <laughs> and that was way back before. I was scared. Oh to tell yeah, pro probably, baby. That cocaine make everybody do every goddamn thing back in the seventies. Hell yeah, matter of fact, the goat back then. Bone <laughs> on bone. Okay, so, what'd you say? Bone. She has a. She has, she has a track on here called Bone on Bone. <laughs> Is that a gay song, gay track? Not at all. Mm. Explain that really quick. Bone on Bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, see, <laughs> let me think about that without want to get a little spoiler alert. Well, okay, Bone on Bone refers to the fact that during my act, I don't always stand up like everybody. I sit down. I'm the queen. I can sit. I've been doing this for 30 years. I want to sit down like everybody else. Fuck you. I'm sitting down. <laughs> sit, you know? So I sit down, I perch, and I talk, and I get up, and I sit down and get up. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I tell the audience, for the people who have never seen me before, I say, you may be wondering why I'm sitting down. And, uh, you know, there was two reasons, and one of them was because I've been out here on the road fucking and squatting on these young boys for so long that they done fucked the gristle out my back and it's now bone on bone. <laughs> Very painful. <laughs> it's worth it, but I'm just saying. I love it. I what, love it. If you must know. What's the youngest guy you would bone? Uh, uh, probably 30 years younger than me. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was recently. <laughs> really? And, you still out here fucking? Are you out of your fucking mind? What the fuck do you think this is? Because Who the fuck you think you talking to? He hasn't had sex in Are a you month. fucking? Yeah, that's obvious, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's an age where people should stop fucking? Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, if you're... Yeah, when you can't fuck no more. I mean, when you're wearing Depends and you shit on yourself in noontime. Like you, <laughs> yeah, you like, should stop fucking then. Yep. <laughs> Cause ain't nothing worse than going on a date and you have to pull that depends off you to shit it on yourself. Oh gosh! Well, he, I wouldn't know anything about that, but right. your loose booty ass might know something about it. <laughs> you talking to Jill? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to Jill. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fucked up. I'm just playing, boo. You were so confident you were talking. <laughs> so confident she was talking to your ass. <laughs> that was a good. See, that's that shit you can't you can't teach that. Wow. That's that timing. Okay, so um, when was the last time you did a comedy special? Have you done? You've done one. I know. Uh, you have. Yeah, I have some on Comedy Central and stuff. You like need that. to do another one. Do something. We need. Well, to do well, 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 
First of all, that's not a new idea, Einstein. We've already talked about this in my camp about 500 times. But the thing for me is specials aren't special anymore. Mm. See, why should I do a special and give out all my material? Because what y'all don't know, or maybe you do, is that once you do a special, you are under contract not to use that material anymore. So, So touring or nothing. No, and I'm like, I wrote this shit. How the fuck, what the fuck do you think this is? I'm not really cool with that. I don't give a fuck what the rule is. I'm not cool with that. I don't care what the rule is. I'm not cool with that. Number two, back when I was younger, and a comedian did an HBO special or something, the next day your life was... Was it was a wrap. You was on Carson the next day. You was motherfucking, you know, good day, whatever the fuck. And you was at, you know, ship openings and this and that and everything and nightclubs and Vegas and everything got, you know, everything changed with your special. These days you do a special, you're just another nigga that did a special. Do you think that's because it's. I don't, and I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna do it. Do you think that's because there's just so much material out there, so much content or social media or. Well, that might have something to do with it, but we can't blame that because the motherfuckers no way to stop it. It's, it's here. That's done. But I think that maybe that's just not. Uh, uh, maybe it's just not the quality of comedy that the people want to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're waiting for somebody. I don't know. Can I ask you a question? Your top five comedians, dead or alive? I've always wanted to ask a comedian that. John Rivers. Oh, wow. Paul Mooney. Yes. Richard Pryor. Eddie Murphy. Lunell. Me. That's good. That's good. Joan Rivers, she was good. Beast. Beast, mode. She had Beast. a lot of shit around Beast. her house that she would just write down Beast. jokes all Beast. her house. Uh, there's a movie. There's a documentary. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's manic. She's a beast. Wow. And she was a natural. Th- that's yeah, the, she had that, what you talk about, what I got, I guess. Because she was one of the first few people, if not the first, to be on the red carpet and criticize people for fashion the way she did, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, then, then her and her daughter. Like double yeah. team motherfucking. What, ha- what happened to um, Cheryl Underwood? She, I mean, not Cheryl Underwood. Is it Cheryl? Who was that on the talk? Is that Cheryl Underwood? That's um, Cheryl Underwood. What do you mean? What happened? I mean, she, she, does she still do stand-up comedy anymore? Because she used to be really funny. I mean, she does. Uh, yeah, I think she does. Although I must say that, you know, as, as bad as my mouth can, has, and will continue to she be, Cheryl's mouth puts, I sound like a kindergartner <laughs> next to Cheryl Underwood cussing and yeah. fussing and shit. And that's why it was yet another, you know, Tiffany's not the only one who's gone through this. That was yet another wonder to people you would have never thought in a million years that Cheryl Underwood Badmouth ass would be on daytime television. television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought it didn't have the look, didn't have the attitude, didn't have none of that shit. Was a Republican Negro. That was always exciting for the white man, I'm sure. But, you know, um, nobody would have thought of it, but then, yet, boom, you know. She's on there. I wish she was a little and bit. And been on there. I wish she was a little bit more of. A little bit more edgier on there, though, because she was... I thought you were going to say feminine. Okay, what? <laughs> that, too. Yesterday, she did a segment where they delivered her Grubhub on camera, and I was like, you shouldn't let them play you like that. They had her dressed up like uh, Miley Cyrus in the Wrecking Ball video, <laughs> swinging on a ball like a, like olive oil and goddamn Popeye with some little fucking ponytails in the head like a motherfucking picking it. I said, Cheryl! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> fuck. fuck. I told him, motherfucker, suck my dick. I'm not putting that on. Swinging around like an ape. What the fuck is wrong with you? And that's why I still live off Crenshaw. But <laughs> right there, that right there. That's so when you do you write jokes or do you structure what you're going to talk about? Because I feel like you could pick just topics and talk and it's going to be funny. I only write bullet points. Bullet points. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like yeah. I wrote one on the way here. <laughs> Did you? And I said that I think that Lauren Hill and Kanye West been drinking out the same sippy cup of crazy. Because, you know, Lauren is is most obviously mentally disturbed. You know, she's one of them genius motherfucking mentally disturbed motherfuckers. You do not at this point in your career still be keeping motherfuckers waiting four hours and shit. Like, are you fucking insane? Don't give a fuck who you are, you crazy bitch. 
And who's your makeup artist? You look like a motherfucking rag doll. You got all them goddamn kids. Some of y'all wash your motherfucking face and make you look like the beautiful queen that we knew that you were back when you was in motherfucking uh, what's the yeah, goddamn it. Because now that makeup is so bad, she looks like Luck Voorhees when she's off her medicine. Oh, oh ouch. Damn, come on. Damn. Kick, kick a motherfucker when they Damn. down, Jason. Jesus. But, it, but it's true. But um, but anyway, you know, I just, uh, I think that those two, are, you know, that like, you know, there's no, and people don't real, realize that this motherfucker snapped a rubber band when his mama died, yeah. and ain't, but he ain't been able to grieve that shit yet. Yeah. He ain't had no, do you think a doctor? The West was still alive. I think that should. she would have him running no. around talking about make America suck dicks again or whatever the fuck that hat says. Shit. <laughs> he needs to go on that celebrity uh, In so, uh insane show. camp. The celebrity with the, the celebrity, celebrity nut house. <laughs> <laughs> when the guy uh, the celebrity medium. psych ward. The me- <laughs> fuck. But don't you feel sad for him? I mean, it's like, what can you do at this point? Like, you went on SNL. You got on SNL. And you just like <laughs> use it. <laughs> you use it as a platform to just rant about. What's your, what's your, <laughs> I forgot about. <laughs> oh, they didn't see. Nobody's watching. Oh, oh nobody. One point uh, two million. Like, okay, anyway, whatever. Continue on, Lou. I don't remember. What, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> so, so back to this movie. When you when you find out about the movie and you're in it and you're there with Gaga and you're there with Bradley Cooper, do do, do those things still excite you in terms of like you've done it all? You've done the stand up. You've done the movies. You've done the DVDs. You got CDs. We're going to talk about your penthouse. <laughs> I oh, can't look okay. at that. I've known I'm you for too long. No, there's nothing that you can't look at. My I'll, daughter picked out the pictures that's in here. Oh, really? You okay. and I see a pussy. I know how scared you are, pussy motherfucker. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> I'll Gio show you my to, pussy. Gio, turn to the head. And he will send you his penis. He said you got 10 inches. but uh, Let me see. I, ain't, I don't want to fold your dick in half, baby. <laughs> mm. So, Lonell is in the latest issue of Pin. Wait a minute. First, let me answer your question. Yes. Yes, it does still excite me, even though I have worked with both previous, mm-hmm. as I worked on the telephone video with Gaga and Beyonce. Oh, Wait, yeah. you were in the video? Yes, yes I yes, am. So, I hadn't worked with Gaga before, and then Bradley and I worked on a movie called All About Steve. That was a Sandra Bullock movie, and that's where we met. Ken Jung was in that movie way before The Hangover and all that. Mm-hmm. So me and Bradley have stayed friendly throughout the year. And when he picked those comics, he picked me too. And it's, it's a blessing. I'm so thank you, Jesus. <laughs> George thank Lopez you. is hilarious. When he peed on Donald Trump's star, that was a, he DM'd I us. love him. He's a G. He's my friend too. And and yeah, I love George. I did his show. I really? did like nine episodes. I love that. was a great Lopez show. show. So by, by the way, she's made history yeah. with this. Yes. Comedian Lunell is big, bold, and beautiful. Yes. And here she is. <laughs> turn it around for my virgin eyes to see. I'll turn it around. It's very I'm tastefully done. <clears throat> keep going. Keep going. This way? Uh, the other way. So for people this listening way? on the radio, she's I in Penthouse. I'm going to turn it around. Penthouse okay, magazine. You want? Keep going. Keep going. Look at them gazongas. I have a six-page spread. Keep going. Keep going. Turn. Stop looking at it. And oh, wait. Find, that, yeah. no, that was yeah, her pay. That was okay. her. So, yeah. no, no, because there's a, there's a, there's a center fault. That's a beautiful, these are beautifully well taken photos. Thank you. I told you my daughter and they're picture. Do you think that I would be in a magazine when I have a daughter in fucking college? She's 22. So that her, fr- so that her friends can come and be like, yo, I seen your mom's pussy. This looks like I a- talk about pussy. I don't flash around and, and pull my lips can up. Can I show no this? Motherfucker. Yes. It's like the back of Jason's jacket. Yeah, it took three <laughs> hours to do that. That's airbrush. By hand. It's beautiful. I know, it looks it great. It is. It looks good. That's but a- what I'm trying to say is I am the first African-American female my age and my size to have a six-page spread in Penthouse Magazine. How did this but come yet, about? But yet nobody really embraced this, you know, the way that I thought that they would. Like, well, Lunell, you know I mean? Some people on my social media, but they mm-hmm. had a chick on uh, the talk, I think it was, today. 
And she was even heavier than I was, but she got to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which was awesome. But they act like that bitch is the first bitch to, like, you know, be a fat bitch is, you know, in bathing suits all over the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fat bitch? Ain't shame being motherfucking fat no more. Bitch, you crazy motherfuckers. And I'm out here trying to promote positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Body positivity, you see? Bathtub picture. Ain't that nice? This is beautiful. There's a lot of bubbles. So how did this opportunity come about? Like, who made this call? Well, I have friends in the porno industry. Okay. And uh, Penthouse was doing a a series called Pop Shots, where you get a celebrity and they get to direct a photo shoot. You get to pick the whatever type of models you want, however many you want. You get to pick, tell them what kind of locations you would like to shoot in. They find an estate for you, set up this huge fucking photo shoot, and you're the one that goes in that says, okay, take the grapes. I put them on a pussy. Yeah, raise your leg up. Do like that. Lean back. Arch your back. That was me, motherfucker, because somebody fell out, and, and Dave Navarro had done one. And Stevie J had done one and some country singers. So I got to direct the photo shoot. I was nervous at first that I got into that shit. And the pictures I directed were be- beautiful. I had th- I had two bitches. I had a dark, <laughs> dark chocolate chick. And I had a white girl but a redhead. Because blondes get all the motherfucking shine. Fuck that. I had me a hot redhead. I had a dark chocolate sister. And I had a, a, a Brazilian named Alejandro who looked like Fabio. That's his type. <laughs> well, 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 not, not well that's like the Fabio. issue you need to see. Oh, Fabio, Fabio is amazing. So the pictures were great. So after that, on the way out, I said, you know what, you guys, how to shoot me. Just and jokingly playing. Uh-huh, and didn't nobody go, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> they, you know what they would? They said, hmm. I was like, and so some phone calls made. went back and forth and, some meetings and creative ideas, mm-hmm. you know, like bathtubs and this and that. <laughs> and uh, they got a warehouse that, like, Usher and people be shooting videos in <laughs> downtown. And there was a camera crew, makeup, wardrobe, and all that kind of stuff. And we just put on shit and shot a bunch of shit and had another meeting and picked pictures and boom, motherfucking the April Fool's edition of Penthouse 2018. How many nip slips did you have? They were all gay, so it was a lot of nip slips and shit. <laughs> After I found out, I was like, oh, fuck, hey, put this glitter on my pussy, okay? So speaking of Stevie J, <laughs> you and Faith Evans are good friends, and they got married. Did, did you know that that marriage was coming? Did you believe it was coming? <clears throat> nope, didn't see that one coming. Somebody close to me and somebody close to Faith said that she's dickmatized. <laughs> well, I've been in the presence of Stevie J. And I, I would have fucked him. Does she? Why? So, no, he got that thing to make you want to fuck him. You will fuck this? No, he. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. he has that thing, when, meaning, I know what you're talking he about. He got that thing that, that, make, energy. that make Yeah, he got that sex energy. Big dick energy. Or whatever. <laughs> All freak ass licking, toe sucking energy. <laughs> and I felt it. I wonder if I got that energy. Do I give off that energy? Well, you have more of a. How you? How you doing? Uh, more of a no, more of a, more of a uh, D-Ray Hollywood hip hop squares type of vibe. Uh, D-Ray <laughs> caused me the sequel. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. That's, That's hilarious. Me? I don't give off you like I want to fuck him, Bob. Well, maybe if you looked at me a little longer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to see what that energy I was talking about was. I think uh, I betrayed. I, I got it. I could give it to yeah. you though. But. It, but it, <laughs> <laughs> Make you blush your chest. That was it. Did you feel it? I felt that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right back to you two fucking in a minute. Um, so, Don't take long. But Faith looks happy. Are you happy for her? She do look happy. Um, yes, if she's happy and if you're a friend, you have to be happy for your friend. Right. I sweat they so you're not supposed to say nothing because there's some people that are reportedly unhappy. They ha- they should not say anything. Well, I'm sure that there's me- no, you know, hey, listen, there's more than love involved here. Right. Okay. They got married on the spur. Mm-hmm. That bitch is a walking legacy. Let's keep it 100. She's an icon. 
So, I mean, you know, and she's got, she's, the, you know, she's the gatekeeper. To the biggie fortune. That's right. Yeah. So, you know. I know what good dick can do to a bitch. <laughs> but I would hate to think that good dick made you fuck off the legacy. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Stevie got like kids take care of. That's all I'm saying. But if she's happy, I'm happy. Fuck it. And you know what? This might be the best dick she ever had. Because look, Biggie was, you know, I'm sure he wasn't blowing her back out. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what kind of money the nigga was making. You know, he probably had a wicked tongue game with them big old soup cooling ass lips. But I'm not sure that he was blowing her back out. And after that, I met her other husband. She divorced. He wasn't doing it neither. And so this might be, you know, the one. This might be the dick. Sometimes you meet the dick. Retribution. Like, I'll kill a motherfucker over this dick. But I'll say this I do not want to see Faith Evans, my favorite artist On Love and Hip Hop Well, you better Too close late. your eyes <laughs> I mean, better, better close your eyes, big boy <laughs> I mean, I really like Faith Evans is, to me, she's right. When I fell in love with music, I fell in love With Faith Evans Right. What's not to love? Yeah. Fuck so Jesus. now, that, so now that your daughter's grown, how do, how do, has your relationship changed at all? Because I know you are uh -huh. really involved, mother, really nurturing, and really. I mean, I'm assuming the conversation's real at the house. Now she's a grown woman. How's it changed? You are fucking that smoothie up, by the way. She's she's. You need to stop licking on that straw and sucking on that straw like that. Yeah, I'm looking the way she's sucking on that straw. Like, can you please, don't take this interview left? Stay focused, <laughs> okay, Lunel, on the question. Lunel, back to the, the question. Sorry, love. She giving you that Stevie energy. <laughs> no, not those Stevie energy. Lunel, continue, my queen. Ah, uh, how has our dynamic changed yeah. now that my daughter is grown? Mm -hmm. Well, let me just say this for the record: my daughter's not grown. Mm. Because grown people Pay your own take care of themselves. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, you know, I am still, you know, the uh, you know gatekeeper as well. Right. And until that changes, you won't get a grown credit from me. Mm. You may be getting into your adulthood, but my daughter is not grown. Mm -hmm. Far from it. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of her because she has... A career that's really good. She's not like a little good. My daughter's a beast dancer, and she's making more connections and doing more things. I'm really proud of her for that. Her father was a comedian. I am one. We live in our dream. Who would we be to say you better go to school when you really got a dream and you're good at it? Wow, and she was some. If she was dancing out there like little magic or some shit like that, you remember <laughs> little magic from <laughs> in living? Go little magic, dance little magic, go little magic. Took it all the way back. To that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm a cougar baby. That's why I know that. <laughs> Saber tooth. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, uh, the dynamic has changed, though, because now that adorable little girl who used to sit my lap, sleep with me, we eat popcorn together. And now I want to choke that bitch to death <laughs> about every other day. Yoke that fucking bitch up. For real. That's the truth, because I have We're going through a little something right now. <laughs> You know, I need to have something in this motherfucker, but alas, I do not. So Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, what do you think of those two? I love it. <laughs> I hate I hate that they're fighting. I wish that they could be friends. I hope that they come out of this be friends and do a collabo. But a good cat fight is always exciting. You motherfucking men don't never stop bitches from fighting because a motherfucking world loves a good cat fight. See? <laughs> I always have. Did you ever think you'd see two women fighting in couture at the Harper Bazaar party, though? First of all, it's hard to see two niggas at the Harper Bazaar party <laughs> any goddamn way. That's hilarious. That part. Um, no, I think, you know, I mean, you could take, hey, I'm a, I'm a hood chick. That's what I look about Vivica Fox. You could take the chick out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out the chick. And the one thing I've always loved about Vivica, on top of being on top of her game sharply as an actress, she was fine, she's a motherfucking baller, and she could have on, you know, couture gown and Harry Winston jewels and, you know, you know, whatever, Giovanni <coughs> Versace shoes or whatever like that, and all this kind of, she could be draped. And you say the wrong thing to that bitch, and she will beat your ass <laughs> on the red carpet in that shit. She'll go Cardi B on her bitch too. Vivica will. Mm -hmm. Where's she where's she from? Is she from Inglewood? <laughs> Vivica Fox is from Inglewood. Uh -huh. Damn, I, I think so. I think so. 
Mm. So they're in the talks about a remake of Set It Off. Would you, would you want to see it? I mean, I kind of feel like some of those classics, you got to just Let it be. leave them alone. <sighs> leave it alone. Queen Latifah died. Everybody died except for... Man, yeah, I still Stoney. cry when, when Jada's on the bus and she's going past old girl in the, and, and she's laying on the uh, motherfucking ground. And I was like, oh, I, stop, I cry <laughs> like that, like I do at the end of Boys and Like Lord. ugly cry. Every time. And Ricky, you know the motherfucker going to get shot. I done seen the 500 <laughs> motherfucking time. And every time I'm like, Ricky, every goddamn time. Crying like a bitch, what like about, the first time I ever seen What about on Jason's lyric? I still kind of get choked up on Jason's mm, lyric. That's so sweet, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't think that was sad? The sex I, scene was hot. Don't make me do this again, Jay. And I, then he shot Jay. I did, I did think that, that was, shit was terrible. Sad. I mean, but you can go back to New Jack City. A lot of our classics <sighs> had some... I mean, Messages. poor Vanessa Classic Williams. Death. Much as you love Vanessa Rock-a-bye, Williams. baby. She got shot up like nobody else. Like, Man. lit up. Lit the fuck up. So what's next for you, Lunell? I mean, okay, first I have to go back to the beginning of the show and say thank you for being our first guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because um, this was something new. I had no training. I didn't know how to do this, but I needed to feel comfortable, and I needed somebody to help with the edge, and mm. you make me feel comfortable and the edge. Okay, that's great. I really thank you for that. Thank yeah, you. that was great. I wasn't here then. Oh, I know. Doughboy was here, and then um, listen, we're not talking about the dead. Let's keep moving. And the viewers now, now, now. Do you ever okay. do you ever remember meeting me? No. Okay, that's what's up. You're not as memorable as you think you are. No, I'm not. But, but you are now because only drink. No, you are now because I'm making more of a connection. It's gonna. Happen. I'm sure that we just pass by and say hello and probably haven't had no sit down deep conversation, have we? In my mind, we have. <laughs> oh well. You want to know what what in my mind's going what, on? Talk to me after the show. <laughs> I love it. it feels okay. So I oh 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 oh. So you were saying what's next with me? Okay, so yes. aside from a star is born, yay yay yay, yes. which comes out tomorrow. Which comes out tomorrow. Um. I'm very proud to say that I am one of many, many stars that had the opportunity to work with the great Eddie Murphy for the upcoming Rudy Ray Moore documentary, Dolomite Is My Man. Yep, you can go on my Instagram, at Lunell, L-U-E-N-E-L-L. You can see pictures of me from The Star Is Born. You can see pictures of me from Dolomite. And I had already met Eddie Several times I was more friendly with Charlie, rest in peace. Yes. But me and Eddie had, you know, back in the conga room days and all that stuff, we knew each other. And so I didn't have to go through the immediate freak out of meeting him for the first time with the heart palpitations. I was already okay. But to actually be able to act with him, opposite him. Dream come true. That's what Dream Wesley Snipes as well, right? Wesley, Craig Robinson, Mike Epps, uh, Epps, Chris Rock. Oh, just love. There's a lot of big names. When yeah. does that come out? It's Netflix, right? May, and it's Netflix. Are you Ain't the only female it. comedian in there? Uh, 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 well, clearly there's nobody else I don't, available. I don't, I don't know. Think I don't, no, okay, yeah, that, nobody man. else is available, so let's see if old Lunella will do it. I don't no, see it that I way. I four times. I, no, I, I don't see it that way. I see it as you are the. Feet. It wasn't that way. If there's okay, if it you're listen, if you're way. listening to this show or watching this show, if you ever hear Lunell's in your town or a town over, you have to go and see. Her stand up because when I did my uh, and again she's always been there for me too. I did a foundation event with kids. Mm-hmm. Now mind you, I'm doing this event with kids who are from the fourth grade to high school, and I called New York, Lunell, Don Benjamin, Kevin McCall, even Marcel, and they all came. It was up. like a fucking reality show with kids in it. <laughs> but but I tell you, but I tell you this, I was always saying, you know. If you want to reach kids, you got to be able to get the people that they know. You know, kids and their families know you, New York. You know, and Eva, I caught a lot of hell for that, but it became, <laughs> it was so fun, though. It was so fun. And it was, it was. It was a stone cold trip. It was good. It was really you've good. always been supportive, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. you coming back here. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate Jason, you know, just being nice to me and shit, because I said, oh, motherfucker, come out snarky at me, motherfucker. Don't you do it. <laughs> and he was very respectful. Very well, it nice can't be. So, I've known you for 25 years. Mm-hmm. That This ain't even, this ain't, it ain't even Hollywood. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> it ain't even it's a not. Hollywood relationship. I mean, right. it's a real relationship. I, I mean, can't. it's not even, like, Stockton. It's like, like Stockton, yeah. Righteously <laughs> know each other from Stockton. And like, she was here how early, How random y'all. is that? that say it here, again. She was here early. Like 20, 15, 20 minutes, something like that. 
Very yeah, humble. I'm early. a professional. Yes. No, but don't waste my motherfucking time. I, I won't, won't waste yours. But you have to remember, I met Lunell right com, coming right out, right out of foster care. Oh wow! I was just right yeah, out of foster care and back with my mom and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I always loved. And didn't you get shot? I did get shot yeah. right before I met you. I got shot, but it's you know I met her right. I had the bug of wanting to be in the industry, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So being able to watch Lunell at I an thought early it was going to be a ballerina. You did not think I was going to be a goddamn ballerina. Because ain't been a pirouette in a day. Right. right, I'm fucking with you. Well, thank you for coming on the show. We're done. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody. And once again, you can check me out on my Instagram, at Lunell, at L-U-E-N-E-L-L. Or you can go to my website for ticket information and see if I'm coming to a city near you. That's heylunell.com. H-E-Y-L-U-E-N-E-L-L.com. I was right. just going to say hey Lunell because I knew it was. I, I know you were hey, my name. Right. All right, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We are out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace.